Hey everyone, I know you've heard me speak about microdosing and how much I love it. And I'm talking about microdosing THC. I love it. And that's why I love our sponsor, microdose.com. Microdose gummies are incredible. They deliver perfect entry-level doses of THC that help you feel just the right amount of good. And when I mean just the right amount of good, I mean in so many situations, anxiety, sleep, focus, pain, relaxation. There are so many different strains and they're really helpful. And I have recommended microdose.com to so many people. And you know what they say to me? Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Don't be afraid of microdosing. Go to microdose.com and you'll learn all about microdosing THC. These gummies feel amazing. They taste amazing. I have used them to get me into the zone I need to write. I've used them at night after a stressful day or a stressful show to relax. I have also said to family members, please take a gummy right now. And they've said, oh, good idea. So check it out. Check it out because they're fantastic. And I'm not like a big weed person. I mean, I used to be. And I do enjoy, I do enjoy weed every now and then, but I love, I love these gummies and I take them with me everywhere. So check it out. Don't be afraid. They're all natural. They're fantastic. And you deserve it. So what are you going to do? You're going to do something that is fantastic. You're going to get 30% off your first order. 30% off. That's a lot. Plus free shipping today at microdose.com. Use promo code Judy Gold, J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D. It's available nationwide. They deliver it to your door. That is microdose.com, promo code Judy Gold for 30% off and free shipping. Do it. Go to microdose.com, promo code Judy Gold. You deserve it. You deserve it. And you know what else? You're welcome. Well, I don't see the point in waiting any longer. Let's bring her out. The star attraction, the one you came to see. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Ms. Judy Gold. So after that, you became... Well, no, after that, I went into a hole. I went into two months of not leaving the house. Right, right. Didn't go to college, didn't go to... I didn't go to work. I, and I, the girlfriend? She was still there. Yeah. Oh, she's still. She's the most amazing. Yeah. 38 years, to married 31. Right. Still my rock. To, to, this split, yeah. to this second. Right. Still my rock of all rocks. Right. I'm not her, me without her. Right. That's it. I'm just not. I'm just not. Steve-O winds up taking my audition at the Eastside Comedy Club for Star Search. And he gets the show. I had an audition right. spot. But he, he takes it and gets the show. And he says, dude. You're coming out with me. You're coming to L.A. with me, and you're going to coach me on Star Search. And I said, dude, I'm not really going to. Fuck you. I'm picking you up. You're coming to the airport, and you're coming with me. Right. So fuck you and fuck you. Okay. So we go to L.A. He gets to the semifinals. I'm coaching him. We're writing in the room, writing jokes. He beats Martin Lawrence. He beats Jackie Marling. Wow. He beats other people, and then he loses. But he made it to the semifinals. 
And then, so we lost the room. We lost the the, the, the whatever room we were at, the Hilton right. or whatever. And then we, we had friends out there. Mulrooney was hosting Comic Strip Live at the right. point. At that point, we were friends with Mulrooney. And Rich, Jenny, and him were roommates. Right. So they said, come stay with us. We got an extra bedroom. So I slept on the couch. Steve slept in the bedroom. And we hung with Mulrooney and Rich, Jenny. Right. So we were, we were banging around the clubs, but I still hadn't been able to get right. my mother out of, out of your head. head. All yeah. I have in my head right now is my mother in that bed with tubes right. coming out of her head and her head split open. Right. That's all I could see. Right. I can't see food. I can't see right. anything. So they get a gig in the San Bernardino Valley. And I'm not sure if Jenny was there. I'm almost positive. It was Steve Mulrooney and Jenny. Okay. I'm not sure if Mulrooney was emceeing or headlining, but at that point in our lives, the the MC spot was more coveted, oh, which should I be now. Say that I tell I tell my listeners the, the MC was the, the star, glue, the of, star the of the show, and, and it was it's now uh, for me. It was Larry Amaros, it was Peter right, Bales, oh, yeah. it was John Mulrooney, it was Richie Minavia, yeah. it was uh, D.F. Swedler oh, on yeah. the show together, Abby Stein. Yes. Uh, I can't. I, it was the greatest. They don't get it. They don't yeah, get it because yeah. it's like a, a guy would have paid. Oh, for, I got, I got to stay here all night. Next. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, I think Mo Rooney was getting paid the most, but he was emceeing. It was his show, so they right. wanted me to go with them in the in the San Bernardino Valley. So it was a quality inn, too. So in a, a, a bar area, right, at, uh, right. you know, the, the bar with the right. brass rails and that stuff. So anyway, and it was a predominantly black audience. So I'm I'm just sitting in the back, hanging with my friends, you know, and um and. Mulrooney Mulrooney says uh, I got a friend here who's uh, going to do a guest spot ladies and gentlemen Joey Cola I go I, I said dude don't, I didn't want you to bring me up I'm not I have nothing right so he brings me up and now I got I got Steve you're pissed you're pissed I'm kind of pissed right but I'm scared shit right 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 this is stand up comedy right. this is not <laughs> shoveling right. a ditch this right. is not right. Right. I'll call you tomorrow yeah. and see what the numbers are right this is every second of that. When you're behind that microphone, your life is on the line. Right. Your reputation's on the line. Your your very being right. in that moment is on right. the line. And here I am in front of a black audience, little white guy in the in a strange place. Brings me up. So I went into automatic pilot right away. I went right into my. I did five minutes of my act, like uh, you know, f- the first five minutes of right. my act, because it's all I knew. I right. just blah, 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 automatic pilot, and I didn't do well. But I didn't do bad. I held my own. Right. I come off stage, and before you can get to the mic, Mulrooney's crying, Steve-O's crying, and Jenny's crying. Oh, All three of them are right. crying. And Mulrooney grabs me by the shoulders, and I'll never forget this. You can even ask him if you ever get him on right. Shakespeare and go, you motherfucker, you were going to fucking kill yourself, you fuck. Because you think these people know what happened to you? You just told them they don't know you. You just said words that they, you didn't talk about what happened to you. Right. Those words didn't reflect what happened to you. You told you you held your ground on the fucking on a fucking in a foxhole, you right. motherfucker. So at that point, they gave Mulroney a room that we didn't take it. We drove back. But right. I went back to his room, and in the middle of the night, I called my wife, who's my girlfriend, and I said, "Don't worry, I'm going to be okay. I'm not going to kill myself." Right. And I said, and I called. Next call was Richie Minavini, mm-hmm. and I called him, and he was at the club, and. I said, Richie, I'm going to be okay. He goes, eh, I got to tell you, man, because your, your girlfriend's really upset. Your brother and your father are mm-hmm. upset, man. They don't. So, um, so I, I said, I'm, I'm ready to come back and I'm using your club. He goes, I don't care if Jackie Mason is on stage in the middle of a show Saturday night. Right. I will, I will pull him off stage to put you on. So then it was work. Then it was just work. Everything was a bit. That's why to this day, right. from then, from, from then, 
to this day. Oh, always same. A pad, Na- always a pad and a pen. Two pens and, yeah. a, and a Sharpie. Right. Always. Same. Same. Always. Always. And I, it, so when I when I come to people and say, oh, I don't have a pen or a piece of paper, you're fucking moron. Right. So you're a comic and you don't have a piece of yeah, paper and a pen? Yeah. yeah. So now I just wrote like a motherfucker and I got into his club. And at that point, it was Chuckles and it was all these other yeah. clubs, Jimmy's Comedy Alley. There was eight full-time clubs on Long right. Island. Luckily, they all gave me time. And I became an animal because I... I and I was seeing people like you and Bobby Collins and Bartlett and Peter right. and st- just strong f- motherfuckers standing their ground on that stage, just bang, bang, bang. And I said, if I'm going to compete at all, I got to get to that level. And then I said, do I have it in me? Do I have? Do right. I have that angst in me? Do I have that? Do I have that in me? I did a little mining, and sure enough, I did. Because you're smart enough to open your eyes to the world, right. and it comes in. Let it in. Let it in. And I did that, and I only, like I said, I only middled for like three months, and then became a headliner because people are having a hard time following me. That's the key. That's, that's the, the key. key. You know who taught me that? The amazing Jonathan. Oh, I was okay. opening for him at Catch Princeton. I remember because it was the last show my yeah. father ever saw. Right. And um, <clears throat> he's like, you're really funny. You know what? All you need is a closing bet that no one can follow. Mm-hmm. And that was it. Yeah, it was, and then and then then string a bunch of them together, yeah, and boom, you're done. And then you're not working with your friends anymore right. because you're all your friends are headlining. Well, I never could because yeah. no women ever work together. So yeah. all right, <laughs> I agree. so you you then become a really a force to be reckoned with. I mean, everyone knew you. You were a very strong act. No one wanted to follow you, especially right. like. You know, Rosie was doing the VH1 show. No one wanted to go right. after you. Yeah. Um, and you were really one of the go-tos, like, we need someone to kill. Let's put Joey on. And you get married. Mm-hmm. You know, you you really, Then I, I got mean, marriage material, and then yeah. the kids came, and I got kid material. And, and you just incorporated... Everything. Your, so Ro really took care of you, and um, yeah, she. Then I got to do the warm up stuff. Well, I did. so when so th- this is what I my next part that I wanted to get into was you are the warm up. I mean, you. Well, there, no one does warm up. Actually, we wrote a show called the Warm Up Guy that right. I hope to get produced someday. It's fucking because what happens backstage with cameras hitting right. people and animals and stuff. Right. Um. Yeah. Now. I'm so doing was Ro com- was Ro the first? No, Rosie wasn't the first. What happened was. I was uh, I was I was doing still doing tons of stand up right and um, at that point after that happened to my mother, Sussman was Jeff Sussman was managing right. uh, Bob Nelson, and Bob Nelson was a big star at that point. Right. He did HBO and he did uh, um, Kindergarten Cop the movie, right, right, right. Tonight Show is out the wazoo and and he became a big name. So I, Nelson used me to open up for him. Right. So we did a tour in a van. It's called the Van Tour. We just went to you know New right. Haven and all over the, all right. over the East Coast. And um, Jeff, through through Nelson, was becoming a big name as a manager, and people knew who right. he was, and he was schmoozing. And to this day, Jeff's still one of my best friends and one of the biggest, best managers in all right. the show business. Right. He's got Rogan, Kevin. He's got a bunch of people. Right. So anyway, Jeff connects me to um, – uh, I was with Abrams for a while, then I was with J. Michael Bloom, then I was with uh, – William Morris. Okay. Who? Segunda. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Ruth Segunda. Yeah, Ruth and Segunda. Yeah, she was the mine, brother, too. But the, who was the brother, the producer, oh. who produced John Stewart's original show? Oh, I don't know. Barry Segunda. Oh, Barry Segunda. Her okay. brother, Barry Segunda, right. was the executive producer at 
John Stewart's original right. show, the the W oh, that, yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Nine show, yeah, the yeah, 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 show. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he shot it ironically upstairs where I work at, at Rachel, up at right. where Wendy Williams is oh, now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I do that in ninety two, ninety three. Right. Jeff says, Segunda calls Jeff and says, "You got any comics? There? I need, right. a, I need a warm up guy." So, so he gives them me. And I go in and I and because John approved me because John knows me from right, Catch, right. you know. So uh, he goes, bring him in. So I warmed up John Stewart's original show, and it was a phenomenal show. Right. Pearl Jam was on. Nobody right. knew who Pearl Jam was. Right. Uh, just people, uh, you know, from the the, the Staten, Staten Island old right. dirty bastard. Yeah. What do you call uh, clown posse? Yeah. You know, it was like a good groundbreaking show. So I did that for a year, right? And um, then. I got Letterman because uh, Zoe Friedman was uh, yes. uh, actually Daniel Kellison. You know Daniel Kellison? Yeah. Of course you do. Daniel Kellison was a producer on Letterman. So they gave me they gave my tape and uh, they, they approved me. And Daniel Kellison was my producer right. on my Letterman spot. So I put the spot together. It was five and a half minutes. Right. And, um, and I got bumped eight times. <sighs> Moesha bumped me. Anyway, Fuck you, yeah. Moesha. <laughs> so anyway, I get bumped like eight times, right. and I had to show up there like four times. So the, finally, the night that I do stand, I do I do stand up on Letterman, uh, nineteen uh, June tenth, nineteen ninety six. I do it. I'm f- we're physically walking out onto Fifty Third Street, out of Letterman, the right. Dead Sullivan Theater, and Jeff had one of those big phones with right. the antenna that oh, comes yeah, up yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the phone rings, and who is it? It's Daniel Kellison. Started uh, executive producer Rosie. Rosie. So he was no longer my producer on Letterman because he was with Rosie. Right. Zoe Friedman became right, my right. my producer there. So the phone rings and it's Kellison, it's Rosie, and somebody else. Right. And they said, "Is Joey available uh, the next uh, the thirteenth? Right. Because Rosie, the, the the day Rosie debuted is when I did Letterman the tenth. But I didn't get to Rosie till like three days afterwards, right? Because uh, somebody else was—I think Larry Amrose did the right. warm-up. Somebody else was doing warm-up. Right. But Rosie called me and says, "Joey, listen, I need—I need energy in this room." I said, "Rosie," because he put me on the phone. With, right. And I said, "Rosie, tell me what you want. Right. And what kind of a show is it?" Because I saw the debut, but what right. do you see it as? Merv. She goes, yeah. She said Merv. She said uh, Mike, Douglas, Mike Douglas. Yeah. But she says, "I want you to run it." Like a comedy club. I want you to bring all the walls together. Right. And I want everybody in the room to have a blast. I want, I right. want nothing but punchlines. Right. And, I, and then don't worry. I got that end. I just need you to bubble it. You know, be the rodeo clown. Right. Be the whelp by my butler to welcome right. them. And I said, Rosie, you, I'm with you. You know, because I know her. You know what I mean? So, and I just did the John Stewart thing. So I went in there and it worked out. And I was with Rosie for six years. Six of the greatest years of my life oh, with Rosie. that was so fun. And the difference between the other woman people and Rosie is that Rosie's a stand-up and right. she really cared for the audience. Right. Whereas people that are not stand-ups have a little bit less regard for right. the audience. Right. Except for Rachel. Rachel does oh, have that I love regard. her. Uh, she's my, a great... She gr- was, will you say hi to her for me? Yeah, I will. And right. she's, she's phenomenal. I love her. Treats me great, too. Yeah. But anyway, I did, I, so I did six years with Rosie. And in between that, I also did... Who wants, you know, other producers leave and come in, leave right. and come in. So if they produce another show, they call you and they go, Hey, Joey, can you come over to who wants yeah, to be a millionaire? Yeah, because you could do multiple because Rosie was in the morning. Yeah, they call that double yeah. dipping. So yeah. I, would, I would double dip in, in, in other gigs. I, I and pl- by the way, you're raising a family. You're getting, you know, health insurance and a salary. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you're like... Really well, one of the lucky ones. That was a roll of a dice that right. I had to do. I had to sit at the kitchen table with my wife and go, listen, uh, do I want to, do I want to, um, I'll, I'll use now terms. Do right. I want to be Amy Schumer? Do I want to be, right. do I want to be a tell? Do right. I want to be, uh, you know, Brian Regan or somebody right. or, or Gaffigan? 
roll my right. dice and do that, or do I want to make between fifty and a hundred years dollars a year, gu- almost guaranteed benefits, Plus, pension, yeah. and and stay in my own bed? Just got to get up at five thirty and right. be on a train by six o'clock. Plus, you could still do gigs on the weekend. I do any gigs on the weekend. Yeah. I shift gears, and that's what I chose to do because I wanted was, stabilization. You know, and that I was the have move. something, you know, that I find very interesting about you, and I think is your mother, is the fact that. All these shows were hosted by women. All of them. And only one, John Stewart. Right. But Roe, Martha Stewart, Rachel Ray, Meredith Vieira. Meredith Vieira. You have you When she had millionaire, yeah. Right. You have always been so respectful. I am who I am because of A strong women. Right. And A gentle women. Right. I this is gonna sound stupid, but I dislike testosterone. <laughs> I fucking hate it. It's the it's the root well, of it's all like, it's fucking just like evil. It, 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 now there's men that are yeah. listening to this that are going to go. Oh, it, 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 yeah. Go fuck yourself. Right. Because it's the root of all problems. Shut the fuck up. Right. You don't have to be first. Right. You don't have to have more. You don't have to you be best. Have to, you don't have to be biggest. Yeah. Down. Loudest. Take yeah. a fucking nap. Right. Just take a nap and eat. That's that's right. simple. This whole thing is simple. It's a simple fucking thing. Right. And I know because I had that anger and that right. testosterone. So I know. Right. I know. But you're right. It, it, my mother is my mother is always here to me. Right. To me, my idea of God is always here. Right. My father is always here. Right. Good people in my life and right. great comics. Right. Uh, I'm pointing to Judy now. Oh. Is is always right. here. Always here. The ones that were successful. The ones that were vulnerable. The ones that laid back and were subtle. Right. A lot of times I'm in your face. My eight by ten is me right. holding my head like yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. And the reason why I have my hands next to my head and, and I look angry is because I want to grab people and shake them. Right. I want to. Sh- that's the, my eight by ten. It's like stop. Stop what you're doing. Yeah. Just stop what you're doing. Right. And breathe a second and and focus on what's what's real. You know. Hey everyone, you know what I just did. I tore, I poured, and I enjoyed a packet of Liquid IV because I love Liquid IV. Liquid IV is a major part of my life. And I just worked out with my trainer and I had a delicious lemon ginger liquid IV. That one has a little extra. That has a little green tea in it and so that's a little caffeinated so i enjoy that because i needed it today and you know it's getting warmer out and what does that mean summer oh god please come it can't come soon enough and that means you have to hydrate and that's what liquid iv does it hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes vitamins and clinically tested nutrients. And it has three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in one little stick. And that's why Liquid IV is the number one powered hydration brand in America. Okay? And I love it. I use it every day. Ben's basketball team uses it. It is a science-backed formula that works. It keeps you hydrated. And they have sugar-free. They have sugar-free packets in white peach, green grape, raspberry melon, and lemon lime. Okay? I didn't do the sugar-free. Okay. 
but at least it does the sugar-free. So what are you going to do? You're going to stay hydrated because it's very, very important. And Liquid IV has been a longtime sponsor and I love them and they are a quality product. And this is what you're going to do. You're going to turn your ordinary, ordinary, can't speak, turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration with Liquid IV. Get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use code JudyGold at checkout. That's J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code JudyGold, J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D, can't even say my name, at liquidiv.com. Got it? You're welcome. So you made this life. Um, you have two amazing kids. Amazing you love kids. Love of your life. My, I was, my kids, I can't even begin to tell right. you what a gift they are. And they're intelligent. They're, they're smart. Right. They know politics. They, they know love life. you. Yeah, they, they take the time to sit. They right. love me. They love my wife. They right. love us together. Right. They enjoy us together. Just, Do you think just, you have like a really strong marriage? Very strong marriage. I I know I have a strong. Now, marriage. did any of the guy comics ever were like Joey? Come on, you can fuck that chick all the time. I've I've never cheated on my wife yeah, once. Never on the road or at home. Same. And I've always ha- I had a lot of opportunity. I mean, yeah, I, that's I, my girlfriend's always jealous. The... And I'm like, Elisa, they could be eating out, and I wouldn't even know that they're attracted to me because I don't fucking care. Yeah, I've you had know? them show up at the lobby at a hotel right. in Lexington, Kentucky. Oh, God. Uh, uh, I got chased by a car full of skinheads in Louisville, Kentucky. No way. Me and this comic, uh, uh, Jewish comic, Gavin Jerome, were doing, t- that guy Tom Sobel had a room oh, yeah. in uh, Louisville, right. Funny Firm or whatever yeah. it was. So and there go, was one in Chicago too. Yeah. And I, I do I do that club and we go out me and Gavin go out to dinner afterwards at a restaurant across the street. Mm-hmm. We walk out of the restaurant, it's about midnight, and I look up the street and there's a white there's a white old Chevy convertible with swastikas on the side oh, and fucking uh, black spray paint. And these guys got bats and they're banging them on the doors. On your car? No, on their car. Oh, all right. On their car. They're all in the car, like skinhead guys. And then, so what did you do? I hear this. I hear Jews. So I look at Gavin, who's from Iowa. Right. And I go, dude, we got to run. Right. He goes, what do you mean you got to run? They don't know. We don't know who. I go, dude, I'm from New York. Trust me. Let's fucking start running right. now because this car is coming down and they're going to beat the shit out of whoever the fuck they want for no reason. We crossed the street. Ran three houses, jumped over through backyards, over fences. Our condo was about three blocks north, three blocks north of right, that. Right. So we had to jump, jump, and jump, get into where the condos were. And sure enough, these guys come whipping around the block. Come on out, you Jews! And oh god, f word that that's a uh, gay derogatory. Yeah, yeah. I don't say that. So they, we got up in the condos to the second floor, shut the lights off. They came up into the condo. Banging oh the bats on the God. floor. So when we thought the coast was... What year was this? This was in the late 80s, Ugh. late 80s, early 90s. I called the cops. Right. Cops come, you know, uh, describe the guys, you know, they kind of yeah. right, really didn't care. Next day I go, I go, I, I uh, talk to, um, I think it was Tom Sobel, or yeah. so, one of the owners of the club, whoever was there. I go, this happened, you know? Right. And they go, ah, we, those guys, they do that all the time, these guys around here. I go, like, like it was uh, Like it's like no yeah. big deal. Yeah, and, I, and I'm like... You gotta fucking do something about right. this. Those are skinheads with swastikas right. on a car and a fucking bat. All right, so it's, uh, it's that. Look, it's back. Yeah. it's back in style yeah. now. Hello. 
So um, I don't go to places anymore. I just go to where I go to. I go to places that are conducive to who right, I am anymore. Right. That's it. Um. Wh- so you have a lot of. You have a movie coming out. Is that correct? I got uh, Gender Bender. Okay. Okay. So this guy John Morana and Richie Lampone, they're both ex-cops. Right. Richie's an actor and director, and John is a writer. Right. They write a movie, Gender Bender, with me as one of the co- uh, leads. Okay. I play Howard Boffy. And I'm like, Ziggy. You ever see the cartoon Ziggy? Yeah, of course. I'm very, I'm very Lou Costello. Right, I'm, okay. I'm Lou Costello in this movie. So they write the movie, and uh, this John Morana has a brother named Dom Morana. My wife gets a job at Verity Van Lines on Long Island. Dom, that's where Dom works. So they start talking and go, your husband's Joey Cola? Yeah. My brother just wrote a movie for your husband. No we way. We don't know how to get him the script. How the fuck does it? That's your mother. There you go. So yeah. he goes... She goes, would you give him the script? Right. He goes, well, I would, but he's in Atlantic City. He's doing the Borgata. Right. All of them, all the producers and all the people, Come they, to... they drive to the, the Borgata. They take me to dinner, and they show me the movie. Now, it's a raunchy, it's 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 not X-rated, but it's 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 a romp. It's it's Animal House. It's, it's right. Hot Tub Time Machine, uh, Hangover, No Brainer. It's stupid, gratuitous. Right. It's not sex. It's just, it alludes to sex. Um, it's very funny. Right. Eric Roberts, Gilbert, uh, Casey Webb, who's Man vs. Wow. Food, Sal Govanelli, a lot of Stern references are right. in it. Uh, Chris Monty, um, uh, Danny Cohen, who I fucking yeah. love, is in it. Uh, I, I, I said, this is what I said. I said, if you, you if we're going to make a movie... It's going to be a comedy. I want comics in it. Right. So I gave them about 200 names. They only picked a few they, right. they like. Kevin Downey Jr. is in it. His hair. He plays a right. real psycho guy. And um, there's a bunch of other comics right. in it. Uh, Mike Fine is in it. Right. He plays. He's phenomenal yeah, in he's it. he's funny. He's, uh, he's not only a great writer, but his character. We let him keep the right. glasses. Glasses, up. yeah. He shows, <laughs> he shows up twice in the movie, and it's it's really, really funny. Even uh, Jeff Gurian is in the movie, right. too. Uh, Goomba Johnny's. Now, in the I hope movie. you know that there's no women in this movie. Go ahead. No, there's a lot of women in the movie. All right. So it's three guys. This is what happens. They that's the the theory of it. You're gonna you're gonna be very happy with me. So these three guys, I'm Howard Boffy. My my right. job is I, I want to I work at a sub shop. Big loaded subs. My right. my goal is to become nighttime manager. So um, we, there's a competition. Me and this really hot, pretty girl, how to make this uh, sub, a right. sub, right? Uh, a hero. Um, from, you know, because, uh, what's his name? Dominic uh, Salanti, I forget the right. exact line. He made it because he saw the Finney and Ram, which is a well, torpedo. you know the it. best subs are the White House in Atlantic oh. City. I mean, fucking Hands down. Can't Hands even. down. I, like, Hands dream about it. Go the ahead. big, yeah. yeah. So anyway, I, I want to be a nighttime manager. Right. So there's a competition between me and this girl. And the boss is a woman. I make the most perfect sub. She makes one that looks horribly. She wins. I, I I don't get the job. Right. I go. Are you kidding me? Bah, 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 bah. I leave. I come back. They're making out. Oh so God! I go, right. I go. Lesbians. And it, very right. uh, very Lou Costello. Right. Yeah, I, I lose my job. The next one is a cop. His name is Nick, and he he's going for a promotion. And his he's two women cops, and we go we hit this party where this guy's a big drug dealer that's right. played by Casey Webb. Right. We we get him in the back. He's got a back big party going right. on. We chase him. As we chase him, he jumps the fence. The two women cops arrest him. I lose he uh, the, he loses a promotion. This woman gets to be the sergeant. Now. Okay. Two of us lost the jobs right. to women. 
Ramrod Remington, played by Lamar Chester. Uh-huh. Um, Cheston. Great Broadway actor. He was just in Tuskegee off Broadway. Great, great actor. He plays Ramrod Remington. He's a porn star. Right. And he's the most famous porn star in the world, a la John Holmes or like that. Right. But his goal, he doesn't want to do it anymore. He wants to direct. So his, they do his last film. And after the film, everybody's applauding him. Good job, last right. film. And he's actually going through a warehouse where they make porn. And right. Sal is Sal Govanali's fucking somebody, and who's fucking right. a goat? And they got a Game of Thrones with the, the midget and that and everything, a little person. And it's all that. So we meet. He goes into Eric Roberts' office, right? Because that's his boss, and says, "Okay, I'm ready to direct." Well, you can't direct now. I'm get, I gave the job to my girlfriend, right? And she's like, yeah, 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 I'm going to direct your movie. And so all three of us who are childhood friends lose our jobs to women. So we go to the bar and we start drinking. And we say, man, I wish I had the power of a woman. We're all losing our jobs to women. Chris Roach. You know Chris Roach? Yeah. He is Patrick in the movie. Right. He's all drugged up, coked up. He's a mess because he's already got a vagina. Right. He comes over and says, I could tell you the power of a woman. And we go, how? got to we come with me, but first I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna buy you all the drinks you right. want. So there's a big drunk scene with drinking. They're drinking out of my belly button, and we're pouring. Th- he takes us to Makataki's lair, right? And um, we go down there, and we get a spell put on us, right? Um, and we're all drunk, right? So we don't we 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 think it's like an amusement right, park right, thing. Right. We don't know what happened. I I I all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it. We actually bought and had made. A huge latex vagina, mm. this big, mm. this, this, yeah, this big, and it's and it's it's the thing that that is in Makataki's lair. Right. That we have to all lay our hands on for this ceremony. But right. now we're drunk. We're going. We, we're not even. We're not even taking this seriously right. at all. Put our hands on it. This the lights go. Everything goes nuts, and then we leave. Go home. Next day we wake up, and each of us has a vagina. Each of us. Now, I'm the only one in the cast who didn't tuck and show. Right. I, 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 I wouldn't do that. Right. I couldn't do that. The other guys did. But anyway, we have, and they, they show I'm having a wild right. dream, and then I wake up and I go, I got him. I call Nick because he's right. kind of my hero. He's my friend, the, right. the cop guy, but he's kind of my hero. Nick, I got a vagina. He's got one too because they, they show him peeing right. down his leg. He's standing and he's peeing down. Right. And then we go to Ramrod's house and he's got a big house like he's because he's rich from doing right. all his And we look, oh my God, that's the way he made his living. So now the rest of the movie is us, us going through how hard it is to be a woman. Right. How uh, physiologically right. and emotionally right. and having to deal with men that are fucking, fucking assholes. Yeah. So we have to we, we we show all that. In the meantime, we went for the physiological thing right. where we had we got our period and also Ugh. I have a yeast infection right. that's so bad and Gilbert plays my gynecologist oh, and we got a hilarious. POV camera yeah. from my vagina facing him. It, oh He's God, got the mask hilarious. on. This is going to be one of the funniest scenes ever videotaped on any tape ever. No, film, Ma- not film, videotape. Film, what film, are you, fucking 1990? I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's on a That's VHS. Awesome. That's awesome. Anyway, it's it, already out. It came out. It's already out. It's doing well. That's great. And it's on it's Amazon, killing. Google Plus, and iTunes. You can oh, rent it. Awesome. $4 a rent, nine ninety nine to own it. And uh, it's going to be a big deal. Oh, so, that's so great. Yeah, yeah it's my... It's my uh, my Made second, for vaginas. Yeah, exactly. And in the end, we all... I'm not going to tell you how it ends, because there's a lot going on with how it ends. Right. It ends happily. Right. And it ends with 
men having a lot, a lot more respect for women in general. Yeah. Do you think that that you that movie changed you? This movie? Yeah. Um. Nah, not okay. really. I mean, I mean, yeah, you're in what way? Okay. No, I'm just saying. Did you learn anything about what it's like to have a fucking I kinda, vagina? I kind. Yes, I did. You uh-huh. know what? I kind of think think of myself as being like someone who's who's like really empathetic anyway. Woke. You're woke, but I'm woke. I'm lit. And Here's I'm woke. the thing, and then I have but some I questions for you before. Uh, okay. Uh, the, okay, and I kind of want to write about this, but so I'm in Provincetown. You know, I have a house in Provincetown. You know that I love bought. it there. All right. So we're I've walking. We're walking down the street, right. and there's a guy. Uh, we're walking down a side street, you know, and there's a guy standing there, and he's peeing. He's urinating, right? In the uh, middle of the street? It's off. He could have gone where no one could see him, but he he was just right. Yeah, it was it was like in a parking. There was an area of parking. He's standing right there, right? Okay. And I'm like, ugh, really? You know, because I hate that, right? You should hate that. Right. So we f- continue walking. We get to the bottom of the street. He goes, excuse me. Excuse me. When you have uh, prostate issues, you have to go no matter blah, 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 blah. Meanwhile, and I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, in my head, I'm thinking, oh, I'm sorry. Meanwhile, there's a fucking public bathroom across the street. Uh, and I'm like, you know, he made me feel so guilty, you know, when you when your prostate is enlarged or blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, wait a minute. I've had blood dripping out of me. Out of you. Since I'm 13 fucking years yeah. old wearing pads. Yeah. Get fucking diapers like yeah. every other guy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, when you're posted. Fuck you. You're not yeah. special. Yeah. It's a clear liquid coming out of you, my right. friend. So. Shut the fuck yeah. up. I have stuck shit probably... up there. Yep. I've worn pads. <laughs> fucking. Yeah. I'm sorry you got to wear it. Depends. I'm sorry. Yeah. Pro- fuck you. Yeah. Making fuck me you. fucking feel guilty, you fucking white entitled fuck face. There you go. Wow, I'm glad we got yeah. that out. <laughs> yeah, I hate um, public urination is not good. Joey, I, I love you. I love you. No, I love you. I, I, could, I could talk to you no, for I hours. Talk to you. I got so many stories. You um you are a master. Um and you know, I read a lot I read a little bit and I've listened to some of your interviews. Um about, you know, as a warm-up person and, and just in life, being okay when someone else gets, you know, all the attention or, you know, I get a little jealous. I'm like, and I don't get jealous like I fucking hate that person. I go, oh, my God, seriously? I wish I would wrote that. Yeah, or it's yeah. like, can I just get a chance to, like, you know, it's not... I know because I've been in the business for so long. There's room for everyone. It's so cyclical. You just never fucking know. Like that's the great part and Rodney the worst told part. Me that. Rodney yeah. said to me, "Hey, kids, for as many people as there are in the business, that's how many ways there are to make it. Right? There's no blueprint, baby. Right. All right, okay. And it's also, yeah. you know, you just don't know when the phone's gonna ring. Like you didn't know this gender bender thing. Like you had no idea. It's like came out of fucking no nowhere. No idea. My wife tells me there's a guy. I work with a guy whose right. brother wrote a movie with, right. with you as the lead, and they didn't know how to get a hold of you. They Me. were going to come to the comedy right. club. Amazing. They were going to wait till you were at Governors again. What do you? How how do you explain your? I mean, I guess it's a generosity. It's also a maturity, um, right. and yet you're, you know, you're probably more talented than a lot of these people. Um, that you Thank have you. to, you know, be sort of second fiddle to. How do you 
how do you how do you explain that 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 you have such it's all good it's all goodwill when the, I I I like to first of all when if somebody comes to a TV show whether it's Rachel or uh, Murphy Brown right or no matter what show I'm warming up whether it was AGT at Radio City with right. five thousand people this might be their only shot at a television show right and they might be dead tomorrow I want to give the eat these people. While they're here and, right. and I've got a chance to, I want to give them their best experience they could possibly have. I just I love that you care about you them. Care about everybody. That's, that's, that's the only thing we got. That's the only right. thing we got. So my first, when I, when I get them in a holding area at Rachel, I say, hey, guys, welcome to the Rachel Ray Show. You guys ready to see Rachel? Yeah. Right. And then I do my spiel about my signals, loud applause, right. medium applause. I got signals. And then I say, listen. And they never told me to do this, and Rachel never told me to do this, but I say, listen, on behalf of everybody that works here, I want you to know that we appreciate whatever you had to do to get here this morning. Right. You had to get up in the cold and the dark and right. cross the bridges and put the kid in the thing right. and the dog in the thing and the husband in the thing. And the, right. Whatever you had to do to get here, I want you to know that we appreciate right. whatever you did to get here to be part of right. our family today. Welcome validation. to our house. Yeah. Welcome to our house. And then when they leave, I thank them even more for being here. Wow. That's all we, that's all we got. Listen, right. not that I want to get into scripture or anything like that, but God through through Jesus, another Jew, through Jesus. <laughs> I was just I was listening to it this morning. He says if you help if you help one person, you're doing it for me. Right. So if you give to the homeless, if you help a charity, I'm involved right. in 34 different charities. I know, I, I have that on my thing. So, so yeah. if you help other people, you're not, you're not, it's, you're not just walking a lady right. across the street. Right. You're doing it in honor of God. Right. Because sooner or later, cancer, a bus, a right. bullet, something's coming. Something's happening. A fire, yeah. God forbid. Right. Out in the fucking well, I know. dickhead. Horror, horrible. Fucking. So something's coming. Now, people who are... As and I, again, I'm not using the word religious. Right. I'm using the um, spiritual. People, yeah, yeah. People who who are as spiritual as me, who follow the teachings of Christ, the the teachings of the Torah, the te the good teachings right. of the Quran, right? And Buddha Buddhism and Hinduism right. too. I pull from all of that. People will say to me, "How can you say that? How could you? I say because it's God moving through right. all of us. If you open up your fucking mind and your fucking soul, then you will be open to what wants to right. come in, the light that wants to come in. Right. When you shut the door, it can't come in. Right. Now, whatever blockages you have, parents, food, uh, you're, you're ashamed of something. Right. Whatever you have, yeah. fucking yeah. lose it because it's almost over. you got a minute to get through this fucking door. No half matter hour. who you are, half, half hour. hour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're all here for a half hour. Half hour, friend. baby. <laughs> hey, everyone. Did you know that Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the United States with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the United States? And I'm one of them. You're listening to one of them. Fast Growing Trees has everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, house plants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and your space. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online, and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever forever. I just want you to know that I just got off a plane and I walked in my apartment. What was the first thing I did? 
is I came in and said hi to Avi, my fig tree. I'm telling you, and I have Yael, which is another plant, but Fast Growing Trees has changed my atmosphere here in my apartment. You don't need a lot of space, but they do have, you know, they have stuff for outdoor spaces. But I live in an apartment, and I'm telling you, Avi and Yael, yes, they're both Jewish names, Hebrew, the space looks so much better. And I just had a conversation with Avi. Like, I was like, I missed you. I love having living things here. It's very, very, I don't know, it's made this more of a home. It's the best. And Elisa has some too. And she loves them. And she talks to them too. But she got that from me. Anyway, check out Fast Growing Trees. You need to be around plant life. This spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code Judy Gold, J U D Y G O L D, at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com using the code Judy Gold at checkout. Fastgrowingtrees.com, code Judy Gold. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. You're welcome. First of all, will you tell the story about Stand Up New York, and then I can ask you my final questions? For two, there's two, two Judy Gold stories. All right. First of all, I walk in, and I'm having a shit day. I was at the beach or something. Around. Where I was, was fishing it? And when was this? This was like 20 years ago. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, and the fact that you remember this, I can't. But I must ahead. have been in the sun. And uh, I walk in, and I'm like waiting at like where the booth was. Yeah, there, and I I'm hated that fucking. On, yeah, and I don't. And Carrie's got it. It's Carrie and Sue had the club yeah. at that point. So um, uh, I'm waiting to go on. I don't know when I'm going on. I, what am I gonna do? I gotta get out of here. Did I get a spot? And uh, and you come out of nowhere like a fucking angel <laughs> and just walk in front of me and go, you know, you look really good tonight. <laughs> And no one like has ever said that to me, oh. really, like, because I'm not a handsome guy. Yes, I like, you are. You're I look adorable. Like Bert Young, are you kidding yeah. me? So, um, you said that, and you like brightened my. You like, <laughs> boom! I, everything stopped, and I went. I fucking Judy Gold told me I look good tonight. Oh, you're so now, sweet. I'm fucking bulletproof. Then, um, yeah, one time your mother, your mother was at Santa uh, New York one yeah. night. I don't know why, where, and how. She had a coat on. Okay. She had a black coat on, and and you were like, "Hey, this is my friend Joey," and you were yeah. very nice. We, introduced, we you introduced us, and we started to, "Oh, I'm a big fan of your daughters," and blah 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 blah. And we started talking, and we got past the threshold, the threshold that you could tolerate before we had right. to move on. Right. And you went, "Okay, stop with this fucking bullshit show, Mom, Joey, Joey, Mom. I gotta go like that." <laughs> it was, the, and she looked at me and went, "Like that." <laughs> I love it like that. We had like a moment. Your yeah, she was she was fun. Yeah, she was a fun woman. Judith, Judith. Oh my Judith! god, Judith, Judith! I'm so goddamn busy. <laughs> god damn it, Judith! All right, so we're we're dying in here, so we have to Listen, stop in a minute. One more thing to the point I was getting to before yeah. was people say you're so religious. Why do you say fuck? Why do you talk about right. masturbation? Why do you talk about dirty stuff in your act? It doesn't matter. That's not that's, that's not, not religion. The, that's not and that's uh, not the connection that's going to get to you to I another know. level. Now there's certain people that don't want to go to another level, and certain people that don't. Well, that, they can't. They can't. They can't. They can't. Right. It's it's oh it's closed to the. But uh, then there's the a whole there's the other side of being religious where it's like, 
I'm going to be close-minded. I'm going to no, just that's follow not what I think. To me, that, you're right, Pence, but that's Pence Pence, and those yeah. motherfuckers, that's not religion. No. That is, to me... Mind-washing, brainwashing, and laziness. Cult. Laziness. Cult. Let cult. someone else think for me. Oh, how, how, what am I supposed to think about that? Oh, let me check. Oh, this is what I'm supposed to think. No, the, you have those thoughts because they're fucking real thoughts. Yep, and, it, fuck. and, and they were influenced by people right. who are not good people, yeah, who are evil people. Fucking asshole. That is that is cult like. Yeah. Fucking, like, not even idol Psycho. worship. It's like a stone yeah. worship. And it's because you want everybody to fit into your fucking right. mold. Which, well, you know what? The world is nobody no, fits right. in a mold. And if you go to the Museum of Natural History, you're going to see that every possible creature that you could ever imagine right. in your wildest dreams has been here right and has, and there's ones that haven't been here yet right humans uh, that's what got me through my mother dying right when people said how do you how did you how what really got through your mother right. dying and i say to myself here's a line right here's a line we're looking at a line right now now all these dots on the line are souls that have been right. here and here here's a, a spot like a right. minutia spot in the middle of the line here's the souls that haven't been right. here being alive we're in a minority right forget about white black gay right. straight yeah, whatever you're right, you're right. just being alive and ready ready 50,000 just left 50,000 right. just came in Another 50,000 just left. Another 50,000 just came in. And you're worried about a fucking parking spot? You're worried about gluten? You're worried about... What are you, out of your fucking mind? <laughs> are you out of your fucking it's mind? It's so true. It's so fucking true. I, I think about that every time I take a fit over not finding my keys. I raise now, butterflies. I feed birds. I grow plants. And I treat everybody in my world as best I can the treat greatest. them. Um, Joey, I asked two questions of all my guests. Um, number one, <laughs> have you, because we're very pro mental health on this show. Yes. Because I've been through, I've suffered from terrible anxiety. I've had clinical my depression. My closest yeah. cousin just committed yeah. suicide. Oh, I'm sorry. So, it's fucking I, horrible. And I was yeah. helping him through it. So. It's just yeah. shit. I'm with you. Now, have you ever been on antidepressants? I have not. Wow. No. That's awesome. Heart, but you do other shit. You mean you I, have other... a, I have a heart thing. I have oh. a stent in. So one of my medicines is it's a stent. Is it stent. Not stent. Somebody did a stent and <laughs> a put stint. a stent. Hey, I was doing a stent and I the, got a stent yeah, put the, in. The doctor yeah. did a stent in my stent. So, so <laughs> <laughs> I say that every once in a yeah. while. So I ha I'm, on a, uh, I'm on a beta blocker, oh, which so also is, is an antidepressant. 12.5 milligrams. Right. Is also an antidepressant. Um, so, uh, so that that's that's as close right, as I but come we're very to. pro mental health, and you're very all pro, of my relatives yeah. are on. Are yeah, on. it's genetic. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's in your DNA. It's like you know. Yeah. Um, okay, so this the reason I call my podcast "Kill Me Now" because, as you know, I get aggravated over every fucking thing in the entire world. Right, because you so, care. Yeah. So, what pisses you off more than and like the thing that makes you fucking want to fucking kill someone? It's my eight by ten. I want to shake people and go. What the fuck are you thinking about? And you could do it with every profession. Right. So, like, all right, tell me, give me an example of someone doing something where you just want to fucking grab them by the... Every fucking phone call. Every fucking phone call, every interaction. Everybody. Nobody is right. You're all fucking wrong. <laughs> all of you. Except for the guy sitting in this right. chair right now. Yeah. As pompous as that sounds. Right. I did my homework. Right. I put my time in. And I'm not talking about Christianity. Right. I'm not talking about Judaism. I'm not talking about Islam. 
Those are the three main religions. Right. And I'm not talking about uh, I'm not talking about making a living, right. having money or not. Right. What pisses me off more than anything else is a, an offshoot of that, which is when someone goes, bah, 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 bah. So, such and such is a dick. But he's worth about a hundred million dollars. Oh, I can't fucking you, take that shit. There you go. Like, we got it together. Fucking, I can't. Yes. It's like who fucking care? Like who? It doesn't matter. Like how much money do you need? I, I like my goal. I just don't want to ever have to think about it. Like if I need something, I want to spend. I don't want to ever have to think. Oh, do I have enough money for this? Yes. That's it. That's, that's my it. goal. That's it. Then stop. Then stop. Then go. Because that's what I do. Everybody's right. got a price. Once you get, if you can make a price, because right. to most people it's infinite. Right. There's people, so many people on this planet that are insatiable. Right. Insatiable. But it's also, the, and it's the people who have so, do you ever go out, like you go out with one of your rich friends, who's like, and then the check comes, and they're like, all right, so should uh, should we split it? And I'm like, you're a fucking billionaire. Like if I was a billionaire, no one would pay, ever. Here's the key. Ready? Stop right there. Let me freeze you right there. Ready? To do it, to do that, and not have the money. Right. To pay for it anyway. Right. Without the money. Right. That's why when I see millionaires. Right. And other big celebrities right. saying, I gave this much to right. this and I gave this much to that. Here's a lesson. And again, this is my world, right, so right. this is what I'm bringing to you. Right. Christ is sitting on a on a step. Right. And Lazarus, I think it was Lazarus at the time, comes over. And he was rich. Yeah. Lazarus, who he raised from the dead. Right. He was rich. And all the apostles are there. And he says, La Christ says, Lazarus, leave all this and yeah. follow me. Right. And he goes, leave all this. I got my wife and my kids. Right. I, own, I have a vineyard right, right there. Did you see where I live? Right. He goes, I want you to leave all this and follow me. Right. And... um. He goes, I, I can't I can't do that. I can't right. do that. So with that, he says, uh he says, I knew a lady who had uh two cents to her whole name. And she and she and she saw somebody who needed it right. and gave her the two cents. So Lazarus says, Well, I give fifty percent of right. what I make. Right. He says that he said, Yeah, but that's all she had. Right. When you got nothing and you give and you give, that's what it's that's about. That's amazing. I know it is. It's so that's true. What it's about. So I got to a point And where you're not supposed to talk like that's the other thing in the Jew religion. Like if you're gonna give charity and stuff, you're not you're supposed to be anonymous. It's not about getting something back like, aren't I great? I gave this. It's right. about just you know Well it is. So, I mean sometimes it's good not to say it, but right. but if you if you have to say it every once in a while to get other people to do that, right? Then that's then that's right. what you have to do. But when you have nothing and you give, right? That's, that's the what greatest, it's all about. Yeah. When you have tons and you give a little right. bit, you're just making yourself look like a hero, right? Right. You know. Yeah. So, uh, but if you have a lot and you give, that's that's you're, there's a reason right. why you have a lot. Right. Anybody can have a lot at any time. Right. You just happen to get lucky. But there's also one motherfucking piece of shit. Who has never given to anyone else, and unfortunately, he is orange. <laughs> Don't even <laughs> get me started. I can't. Don't even get me started. I can't uh, even. I know it's. <sighs> that's what fucking makes yeah, me crazy. Too. I can't even um, get started on him, Joey. I can't thank you enough. Look, I can, we'll do it again. Can I we do it again? So much more to tell you. Yeah, 
I got I got I got so much more to tell you. All right. Because we only went up to we only went up to like thirty. I'm fifty seven now. Shit's happened to me recently. What what happened recently? Can you are you looking at my face right now? You looking at details? I'm just looking at the sweat coming down That's from the it. top. Yeah. But you see I got wrinkles on this side. Oh there. shut the fuck no, up. No, no you, you don't even know where I'm going. What? May eighteenth I got Bell's palsy. Half my face no was way. dead. Half my face was Which dead. Which one? Because I have this so side. many friends that have this had side. Bell's palsy. Yeah. And then I poisoned myself by mistake with chlorine poisoning. What the fuck is wrong with you? I was told I couldn't work, so I tried to clean my side deck, and I didn't realize my smell went from the Bell's palsy. Oh, God. I had to call why an ambulance on getting, myself. Why is everyone getting Bell's palsy? I don't know. They don't know what it is. a virus, but the old wives' tale is that it's a cold breeze, right. and I think that's what it was. But I did acupuncture, and it brought it back. May 18th, it happened. I got. Like, you, I, I, I got can't even tell. Too. I got. I got other. I got other, so much other shit. But I at could least tell you had you. a cannoli. You had a cannoli this that. morning. My cholesterol is low. My numbers are good. That's so. terrific. <laughs> my numbers are good. I can't tell you what a blessing it is to be here. With oh, you. I love this you so much. Us two in this room having this conversation uh, without a million best. comics and a million things going on, uh, having to run on stage and leave. I know. We could talk about the days I used to be coming from Long Island and leave right. my car in front of Stand Up New York. Oh, yeah, yeah. And leave the keys in it. Yes. And then Ray would grab the keys yeah, and yeah, go yeah. over yeah. here. And I'd say, as long as the car is in front of Catch at 2 o'clock right. in the morning, I'm I don't fine. care where it yeah. goes. And it was a beat up old Toyota Corolla. And I've had, I've had at one night I had Mario Cantone, Leary, like Mike Royce and right. like, and like R- Ray Romano, all right. in the car together. Right. Like the, we came, I remember those. We came yeah. in a, up in a time where, right. and I, I didn't care about the car. I just leave the keys in the car. Right. Whoever did. And I used time, to just give it to whoever was the door guy at whatever club. There you here. go. Like that, yeah. And say, or they, well, I'd have to pick up the keys from right. the, the door guy. But mainly it was catch or danger fields yeah. by 2 o'clock in the morning. And I could t- we could also talk about the clubs itself. Oh I did nine shows in a row at Dangerfield. Yeah, that's what people don't realize. You, you know, because we were only making like fifty bucks a set. Yeah. Now yeah. it's a hundred. Yeah, yeah. Um, sometimes got, it's ninety. Sometimes it's seventy-five. But well, that's you, you had to do like nine shows a night. But that's why I stayed away from the city a yeah. lot. I was a suburban comic because right. there's a thousand suburban comic uh, comedy clubs where they pay you MC middle headline. Right, they pay you then, a salary. Yeah, and and you only they, have to do two shows. Yeah, and, and yeah. You, you get a lot of money and longer yeah. sets. Yeah, yeah. yeah so. Well, Joey, are we done? Is this it? Yeah, we're done. Cause, okay. Yeah, I love you so much. Thank you I so love much, you, and I want to thank your audience for taking the time. To oh listen my to me. God! If you stay till everyone... the end, I really appreciate it. Oh please, JoeyCola dot com. JoeyCola.com. J O E Y K O L A. Which I K O L A K O L A. Which I changed, by the way, and I was going to give you the exclusive on that. What? Because David Brenner got mad at me one time. I opened up for him at Pips. Yeah. And he yelled. We went out to dinner at Joe's Clam Bar next door. And not many people know about this story, but I'm half German, half Italian. My right. father was German. It was K-O-E-H-L-E-R. Right. Is the real way to spell it. Right. So we went next door. It was me, MC, and a singer, and then David Brenner. Right. And then we were all eating. And then so David looks at me and goes, so what are you? And I go, well, I'm, I'm, I'm American. What do you want? Now, what are you? What, what, what ethnicity are you? Right. I said, well, I'm half German, half Italian. At that point, David kind of went nuts on me. Right. Like, you know, your uncle could have killed my brother. Oh, and God. And he went nuts. And he goes, and Mussolini Fuck that Mussolini and he went nuts to the point where David got up and left. No and, way. And Marty and, and, and Seth Schultz were there. And I'm like, dude, guys, I'm sorry. Right. I, I, I didn't know. So um, so later on, I, I thought to myself, oh, my God, this is a real German name. Right. And I'm not sure I understand. Oh, <laughs> shut up, Siri. Shut <laughs> Siri, the fuck up. Siri's not sure. Yeah. She's like, well, my I'll hand I'll hit the I'll fucking phone. I'll explain it to you, Siri. Yeah. Um, so anyway, 
And at that point, people were calling me Joe E. coli anyway, right. and they were spelling it K-O-H-L-E-R or, right. or K-O-L-E-R. Like, right. I, I was like 60 different spellings of that, and plus it was too long. So I said, let me shorten this. And um, my wife and I, when we got married, uh, we always wanted to go to Hawaii. We were right. married. We went to Hawaii for our honeymoon. So I figured, I love it. it's going to sound Hawaiian. Just turn it to K-O-L-A. Nobody yeah. will know anything. Joey Cola. Joey Cola. It's easier. Because in, in, in high school, they used to call me Cola anyway. But right. They used to call me like J-C, but it wasn't C. It was right. K. So I just made it K-O-L-A. I like it's, it. It's worked out. You know and do I mean? your kids use Cola? Uh, my, daughter, my, my daughter calls herself Maria Cola Cola. Like, oh, like that. okay, got my, my my do- my son doesn't doesn't use that, you know. Yeah. But um, and my parents really had no problem. Right. I mean, it's show business. Right. I mean, John. I Wayne like was, it, Joe. And there's only one Joey Cola. There's only one now. I mean, John Wayne was marrying Michael yeah. Morrison. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's show business. Yeah. So, that's okay. it. Thank you. Oh, you're coming back. I'll come back as right. many times as you want, I whenever you, you want. Cola. I love you, Judy. I Gold. love you. And thank you to your audience. For thank listening. you. Oh, and by the way, my album will be out December seventh. And I guess you can, I, I'm going to post it on my And they're shit. running it on Sirius, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. And so follow me and you'll get all the fucking info and you better listen to it. And as we always say, so long! And uh, everything was wonderful. I'll see you soon. Thank you for the visit. So long!